three, two. Hello, and welcome to the Opinions and Beer Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. To my left here is Ed Ray1416. Yo. Today is the new year. Absolutely. 2019. Yes. We've got a lot to do in 2019. Now, uh, today is a more of a soft release. We're doing uh, just to let you know what's going on. We officially come. We, we officially return in about three weeks. Uh, maybe shorter than that. We got we could, mainly because we got some things planned. We have a a potential. We have a potential. We have a crossover coming up with a Wine, Women, and Revolution podcast. We have a crossover coming up. Uh, ide- ideologically. We defer. Defer, like we beg to differ. I beg to defer. <laughs> I'll do. I'll defer anyone that stands in my way. <laughs> defer you. But uh, make sure to stay tuned uh, to get the latest updates and to know when things are going to be popping and dropping. Please, please, please make sure to go and find us on Facebook and join the group for opinions and beer you can stay updated you can comment on uh, what you want us to talk about what uh what you like about the show what you don't like about the show we wanted the show to be very very uh user interactive we wanted to be very interactive with the uh people that listen to us so please 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 go and join the facebook group and communicate that or you can find us on instagram and all, you could always leave comments on our Instagram pictures. Uh, it's also opinions and beer. Easy to find. Everything is opinions and beer. To celebrate the new year, 2019, we are drinking Sierra Nevada's Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. Now, Celebration is their yearly release. This is obviously the 2018 release. They release it usually like in the December month. In the it is 6.8% alcohol by volume. Um, it's an IPA. It's, I'm, I'm not seeing the bitter unit scale, but uh, you can probably bet that the uh, that the <laughs> it's going to be pretty bitter. So let me go ahead and try this beer. It smells like pure hops. Well, it's not a bad beer. Not too hoppy. I, I, I'm going to say that the IBUs are going to be pretty low on this one. Either that or my, uh, my palate has changed and... I'm uh, I'm not uh, t- I can handle uh, more bitter beers. To me, this is a this is a uh, true to form IPA. It's pretty uh pretty widely available craft beer. And uh, man, it sucks when the beers are good. I keep buying good beer. I need to start buying crappy beer. But uh, the only thing I can say about this one is that I um I thought I was gonna get more. I think it's kind of it's a little too unoriginal. I guess you. I guess it's it's a beer's a beer, but sometimes you look for that little something extra that makes you want to buy that specific one. And celebration just kind of tastes like like other IPAs I've had. I think I hate to say this, but I think Blue Moon's White IPA uh, tasted a little better than this one, and they have the. I think they have a very similar uh, IBU. I think their bitterness is very similar. Not getting much flavor. I mean, I'm getting some of that that last minute malts right there in the middle. Not good, not bad. Maybe six. A little, little better than, a little better than in the middle, <laughs> because it is like I said, it, it's it's okay. It's okay. 
moving on. Ed Ray, 1416. It's 2019. I mean, what, what are your plans? What are your New Year's resolutions? Well, the main one is to launch my site, The Ed Ray Report. Uh, uh, how, how far along are you on that? Well, I've apparently uh, got me a domain. What I did was go on uh, Namecheap, and I can say the domain place. Namecheap.com is where you can start your internet domain for uh, a, a one-year domain is $8.88 a year, but after certain fees and stuff, it's roughly about $9.10, close to that range. But if you were to divide $9 by 12 months, that's 75 cents a month for running a domain. And then after a while, it took me a few days to secure a web host. So I finally managed to get a web host, and it's going to be launched in time for New Year's. Now, what does a uh, web host uh, initially do? Well, a web host uh, connects your domain to a server, and then what the host does is configure all the uh, information that you uh, have on the site and then you give the web host specific orders on how you want to start your site and then they work on it and by the time uh, they get everything coded and finished and everything they let you know when your site's up and ready for you to go ahead and start working your site the way you want it oh that's cool um, what uh, what what's the most so do you have that already what are you working on now with it? Wait, what, what's, what's the delay? Are you, what process? Where are you at in that process? Well, it's basically the timing, you know, when uh, the servers start, when, the, when you start to connect in your domain to a server, it takes time for the, servers, for the server to recognize and register to uh, your domain. That way the host itself can inform you as to what specifications you want for your site. For example, I want to start off with blogs and there has to be specifications that the web host has to deal with on your domain before the uh, owner of the domain can access the domain. That way he can work on the site. How, how are they, how is this, um, it's a person hosting it? You could either be a person independently hosting your website or you could get a corporation that professionally hosts your website. And there's a little bit of a benefit to either a web host, an independent web host, or a corporate web host. If you get an independent web host, yeah. You may be able to get a bargain for your uh, price on what kind of uh, site you want to start with, but you have to consult them up front, and you have to ask questions like cost and everything. But if you decide to go for a professional web host, it'll tell you the cost up front and what the offers are automatically. For example, if you want to start off with blogs, you get a basic web host. If you do podcast independently, then you get a middle ground of a web host, but then you have to go for the business web hosting if you want to do independent video uploads, and that kind of costs money. But if you can secure an independent web host, they may be able to accommodate you in terms of uploading videos independently. That way you do not have to go to YouTube or the alternative upload sites to do so. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I, my, my website, uh, I'm actually, I'm, just, I'm really just embedding stuff, to be honest, from other sites. Well, it's not a, inherently a bad thing. I mean, you need to apply a little more marketing in order for your views to get, uh, for your videos to get views on YouTube, because YouTube's uh, algorithm is so messed up. People are at the point where they want to go independent because if they have the marketing skills, they'll be able to get more views on their videos independently than they would on YouTube.
What's your um, status on uh, these other, these other sites? You know, when, when we first ever did an interview, we talked about all sorts of things about uh, how you were on you were on Gab at the time. You had just you had you had taken this uh, long hiatus from Vidly. What's the update from all that? Well, I'm no longer on Gab because what happened was when uh, Gab got shut down, they did not have a contingency plan going into uh, trying to bring it back. And what happened was a lot of independent investors got angry at Gab. Some of them boycotted Gab because they were owed a lot of money for their investments on going pro and having subscriptions from uh, premium content users. And that was why Gab uh, took a massive loss all because of the incident in uh, Pittsburgh when one crazy anti-Semite killed 11 people in a synagogue. Man, there's been a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happened this year. Yeah, you had a lot. Or of, last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, in 2018, you've witnessed a whole lot of murders, a whole lot of terrorist attacks. You have the government constantly going against Donald Trump, and salesmen like myself have been struggling to make money because once the dollar became very valuable, people decided to save that money to a point where retailers and independent salesmen were starting to struggle and that's why the economy started struggling uh before the end of the year somewhere thing you know what's the one thing that's not struggling though are gas prices those are going down yeah but the regulations are still there and that is exactly why a lot of people still cannot afford to drive even with the low gas prices so what trump needs to do is lift some of those regulations so people can afford to drive again Makes sense. Uh, we actually, I actually noticed a price increase in the grocery stores. It looks like, looks like everything went up a dollar. Just about at least uh, sodas, all sodas went up a dollar. Well, I wouldn't know anything about soda since I haven't had any carbonated beverages in over a year. <laughs> Maybe two or three years. Just noticed some weird things about that. Um, so, uh, what else? What else are you inspired to do in 2019? Any work on your garden? Oh yeah, that is going to be the focus of my website. I talk about blogs about gardening, and in the spring of 2019, I'm going to try to uh, access a tree service to see if I can acquire mulch for either dirt cheap or for free, because if I can acquire mulch from them, rather than have to buy the bags of mulch, then I'll be able to start a new permaculture garden where I improve the soil quality, that way the backyard don't be waterlogged, and in the long run, when all that mulch starts to break down and you layer new mulch, and that old mulch that turns into compost is going to work toward fertilizing the trees and fertilizing the plants to a point where I ain't got to use fertilizer ever again. So how, how big is the community you're trying to reach with gardening? Well, it's going to take a few years, maybe five years, but I'm hoping that I can get a million followers, followers independently on the Ed Ray Report talking about gardening. I'd be, that'd be really cool. It might be hard. I don't know. I think I think I don't know if gardening is as popular as it was, you know, two years ago. I think two years ago there was a big, um, two or three years ago. It was maybe a couple of years ago where there was a big boom in gardening and everybody was starting a garden and they all wanted to know. And uh, it was back when um, the uh, the whole Whole Foods started to take off and became really really popular. Not saying it's not popular now, but it's like when it first started becoming popular is when gardening uh, took off. But I, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's died down since then or... Well, gardening may have its cycles of new growers, but the problem with a lot of these majority of gardeners that want to try gardening is 
they don't really know what their soil quality looks like. They don't get their soil tested beforehand to see what they need to do to improve the soil before tilling and gardening and stuff. But even so, when you garden, you have to till the ground and a lot of people don't put back some of the natural resources nor they apply cover. Now, in a permaculture garden, you want to apply cover on the soil that way the soil stays moist regardless of whether it rains or not. I mean, if you have a drought and if you have a proper amount of cover on the soil, then the cover is going to serve as a blanket for the soil to keep the soil moist and fertile during the dry period. And that was what uh, permaculture gardening is all about. It's about using natural resources to protect the ground from any dust forming and washing away all the dirt and stuff like that. And it also keeps the soil moist, that way roots spread, and the more the roots spread, the more vegetables and fruit you will yield. Do you think people, do you think some people might just be impatient in gardening? You think, you think gardening takes a lot of patience? Well, yeah, everything in life uh, takes patience. How dare you say everything in life takes patience? We want things now. And that's the problem. You want more things now. You more, want more things now, but you're not willing to put in the time and effort to get what you truly want. Sustainability takes time. And that is exactly why food prices keep on going up because people are in high demand of stuff, not realizing that we're depleting our soil of sources to help sustain and feed our country. <sighs> why, can't, why can't food just be free? Who gets screwed? The farmers? Oh yeah, the farmers always get screwed because they always invest a lot of money in the land and when they till and plant all that stuff, not everything comes up and if, even if it does come up, you're not going to get a whole lot of yield. So basically, the bigger your farm, the more you're going to fail because you're not going to profit. Is that is that where... Uh, I want to I try to like go to the root of things right now. I know I'm, I'm probably just... I'm trying to expand the conversation, but... Does it, does everything come down to to land ownership? If you think about it, all of our like the whole way of life is coming comes down to land, to owning land. People that own land, like uh, the farmers, that like it comes down to these farmers that own lands. Like why aren't why aren't all free? Why aren't food? Why isn't food free? Well, because land, <laughs> it's because of the land, because the the farmers that bought the land. They need to be able to pay their land, and you can't say you can't say make land free, because you say make land free. There's just too many people, and people are just gonna try to take your land. They're gonna live on your land. It's gonna be uh, just seems I don't know. Do you know I, I maybe I can't articulate what I'm trying to say. Can you uh, do you understand what I'm trying to say, Ed Ray? Well, I'm saying that. Uh if land was free, people would take it up immediately, and people would have no privacy, have no way to sustain themselves. That's why you got to own land rather than acquire it for free. So that's the thing, I guess, huh? Is the the privacy thing? I guess how much how much people how much people enjoy their privacy? Well, a lot of people do, unless you live in the city, unless you're craving attention constantly. So that's what it is, too, huh? Is that that's pro that might be why. That might be why the city areas tend to be more liberal because lib like more like the liberal ideology seems to be just uh, attention seeking almost. 
They don't want the privacy. They mock the people, you know, they, they always mock people. Oh, you're scared of that Alexa uh, listening in to you. It's like, no, I, I care about the country people. They care about their privacy. They like having that little, it's like just looking at homes. Like, you know, I, I've been looking at homes. It's like, oh, look at these houses that are close together. I don't like that. <laughs> you know, it's it's like kind of, you know, <laughs> but just think about the cities, how, how really close together they are. <laughs> yeah, when you have these small studio apartments that serve for single people, you know what the city government's trying to do. They're trying to keep youngsters that are living in the city from one to expand beyond their status, you know, as being single. You know, they want to keep these youngsters from getting married, having kids. That's why they often pander to uh, these youngsters when it comes to studio apartments. It's interesting. Very interesting. I just, I just, I never, I never thought, I never sat back and, and just went back to the origins of, of like, why do we, what, what's the big difference in opinion? What causes the difference? Well, you go back to the Great Depression when uh, people were over farming, they were over harvesting stuff, depleting the land of uh, nutrients and stuff like that. A lot of people that grew up on the farms, they were forced to evacuate. They either had to move to California or move to New York to find some jobs out there because farms were going bust due to the Dust Bowl. And if you know about the Dust Bowl, it was a combination of hot weather and dry air brought on by no protection of the land whatsoever, no protection of the soil, because again, people were over harvesting everything, depleting the soil of nutrients because there was nothing there. Have we not learned from that? Are we still are we still over harvesting or have we Well, we're not growing enough food because of either government subsidies or soil depletion on the farmlands of America. That's why a lot of these fruits and vegetables that you see in supermarkets are either from Mexico or from China or from some other place worldwide because, once again, the soil has been depleted so much here in America that a lot of the farmlands aren't able to produce enough food to feed us. You're saying that, but why do we throw it away then for minor things? Either because the food quality ain't good or... No one stores. Say, say a store. Um, I, I had to witness a store. They had a bunch of dents in the cans. And because of that, they had to throw it away. Why is that? Well, I really can't say anything about soda cans, but I think... Uh, no, any can. Like, I, think it was, I think it was like a biscuits or something. Well, if it's a dent, then I guess uh, what happens is that the retailers lose money. And if the retailers lose money, the companies lose money in terms of cost. Well, how do they lose money? Why can't they just sell it the way it is or give it away? Why do they got to throw it away? That's something you're going to have to take up with the companies because I have nothing to do with it. I know. I, I'm just, I, I, it's just an open question, really. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure where the line is. I can't figure out where the line is. Well, I wish I could just uh, tell you up front why they do what they do, but that's company logic for you. Yeah, I, I think that's where the... The big debate might come to is like these 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 companies they do things maybe maybe it seems maybe we need to interview and that's what my 2019 resolution is going to be my 2019 resolution is I want to focus a lot on the podcast I have a idea brewing that I want to I also besides the podcast I have an idea brewing that I want to bring up to the host of uh, bedtime stories uh, I'm going to bring that up to him on his podcast. I'm going to talk to him about a, an idea that I want to do uh, featuring uh, 
Amazon Prime, a little Amazon Prime show. I'm going to pitch that idea to him, see what he thinks about that. And uh, But I want to I want to get more interviews in 2019. I want to do a lot of interviews. I want to find people, and I want to, like, understand things. I want to, I want people to explain things and maybe maybe figure out that they don't know either. I want to interview these people, these the people that own the the grocery store and why they throw things away. You know what I mean? I want to I want to figure out like what's causing them to do that. Was there like some legal trouble? Is there some kind of legal matter that they might get sued? I don't know. Yeah, meanwhile, like I said, I'm going to be mainly focusing on the Edbury report in hopes of Educating people with blogs and podcasts and eventually videos if I develop a following to a point where I can upload videos independently. And I'll be doing campaigns about that if I ever get the followers that I need. As far as other uh, resolutions are concerned, stay in good shape and possibly get a part-time job. But an another thing that I want to do is hopefully save up enough money to get a booth at my local flea market and try to move all my stuff into a booth and reopen my own sales business and with my sales business being in a booth rather than a table at a flea market I may be able to start another site and try to advertise that site as well I mean yeah a lot of I mean we, we got a lot planned for 2019 you think we can execute it all it depends on how persistent we are what did you did you make any plans for 2018 that you failed at well, trying to get a booth because, once again, either because of personal cost or not getting the help that I need. Do you have a Do you have a better outlook or feeling on your new adventures? Well, I have to be because what else can I do? In order to be a success, in the words of Calvin Coolidge, you've got to be persistent and you've got to be determined because persistence leads to success. That is true. I think... Uh, Sometimes people get scared, though. You don't think people get scared? Yeah, people do get scared to a point where they don't want to follow through, and that's why you got to educate them on the purpose of persistence. What happened? I guess they're so scared of failing because just one slip-up sometimes can just, it can destroy your whole world. Yeah, but if you don't get out there... Especially and, people in debt. Think about people in debt. Yeah, but if you don't get out there and take that risk, how are you going to get yourself out of debt? How are you going to be a success in life? How are you going to support your family? I guess so. Uh, sometimes I think, man. Sometimes uh, I, you know, I've been I, I've been presented certain opportunities, and sometimes I just I question those opportunities, or you know, oh, is this even a good idea? Oh, if I do this, I'm putting this in jeopardy, and if you know, it's just kind of hard to put things in jeopardy when you don't have any fallback. Yeah, that's why if you fail at whatever you do, you better learn from those failures and try again and try something different if you don't want to try it again. It's also harder when people depend on you too, when you have people that depend on you. And if you fail, you're not just failing yourself, you're failing other people. Ed Ray, do you, I mean, do you have someone that depends on you? I mean, you do, or do you feel like you have... you? Are, you had the comfortable space to be able to fail. Well, people uh, have depended on me, and I have screwed up. And one of the things you learn is they'll either give you a second chance of uh, helping them out, or they walk away, and you have to try everything on your own. 
And sometimes it's scary to try stuff on your own, but once again, to be a success, you have to learn from your failures. And if you fear failure, then you're not going to have success. True. True. Ah, failure, man. What, what, what makes... What, I'm sure we both know some people that, that they don't learn from their mistakes. And maybe they think they learn from their mistakes and they come back and they do the same mistakes over and over again. And it's just a big circle. What would you tell those people? How would you convince these people to change? What makes someone change if they're constantly in a circle? Well, number one, you intervene with them. You tell them that if you keep on doing this stuff and not get any help right away, then you're going you're gonna to fail for good to a point where nobody's going to want to talk to you anymore. Nobody's going to want to help you anymore. you got to try, but if you don't try, you're not going to get any help. Well, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for 2019 has in store for me. A lot of fun we're going to have uh, interviewing people. Um, I believe the Speakeasy, if you did not see it, we were on the Speakeasy Gentleman podcast. Uh, me and our secondary host, Keenan, uh, we got interviewed. And uh, I believe we'll be following up with a special segment for them where we interview uh, bar locals. And we'll see where that goes. It's kind of hard to... Um, coordinate that but uh that we're going to be interviewing uh we're going to be having this debate soon we're going to try to interview oh also coming up we will be doing the road to potomania uh starting starting uh, in late january we're going to be we're going to be slowly we're going to be very wrestling themed up until WrestleMania, so starting from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, we're going to have a lot of wrestling-themed episodes. It'll be a lot of fun. And I hope that we, like I said, get these interviews. Make sure to f- make sure to join us and follow us on Facebook at Opinions and Beer. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want. Let us know if that road to rest- the road to pot of mania is a good idea. If you'll listen to it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, make sure to drink responsibly. I don't think I've ever said that in an episode yet. When I used to say it all the time in The Beer Guys, my old YouTube show. But you know what? All this resolutions and stuff and gardening and success and ideologies that we have, all they are are opinions. And that's all we have here. Our opinions... And Sierra Nevada's Celebration Fresh Hop IPA Beer. Opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Can't go wrong with opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. All we got here are opinions. And beer. <laughs>